our new bestie has changed how we track our investments. Why have over 400,000 investors chosen ShareSite? It's simple. This online investment dashboard for your investment portfolio supports over 500,000 stocks, ETFs, and funds, plus integrated with more than 200 platforms, ensures your entire investment portfolio is organized and accessible in one place. Move beyond the limited insights from brokerage statements. ShareSite offers a comprehensive view of your financial performance, including analyzed reports, dividend gains, and the impact of currency fluctuations, all through intuitive graphs and visualizations. But here's the best part. For the investee besties out there, ShareSite is offering a special deal. Save four months when you purchase an annual premium plan. It's time to dive deep into performance metrics, streamline tax reporting, and share your portfolio with ease. Join the link in the episode description to sign up to ShareSite now and transform your investment experience. Welcome to Girls That Invest. Today is Monday, which means we're bringing you Sticky Money Mondays, the weekly advice column where you give us a sticky money situation that you're in, whether your friend owes you money, your friend is asking you to fork out for her wedding, or your flatmate just keeps stealing your oat milk. We are ready to give you our unsolicited, unfiltered advice. Sonia, today's sticky money story is probably the scariest one I've read. Ooh, that's intriguing. Scary as in like, I would be scared to know the person that they're speaking of. This is going to be interesting. Okay, let's just get right into it. Dear Sim and Sonia, I'm loving your podcast. I found it very insightful so far and I've just listened to your Sticky Money Monday where my ex owes me 5k, which was a good episode. I wanted to share my Sticky Money situation with a friend or a, in quotes, friend. I love the story already. So a little bit of context, just to give you some backstory, she is known as the friend that if she borrows from you, there's a small chance she'll pay you back without having to chase her up. There is feedback from multiple friends that she's owed money and still owes them. I am one of them. A few years ago, I had been living with her, another friend and her ex. Over a year ago, she broke up with her ex, moved out, and left her cat, Bob, with us to look after. Her ex is lovely, and she also owes him a lot of money. A few months ago, she ran into a parked car, drove off, leaving a big dent. I found out through a text message, and fast forward now, there's been no actions on getting it fixed. This leads us to the current situation. I've been looking after my uncle's cat. His cat, my uncle's cat, most likely scratched... Bob's eyes. Remember, Bob is the cat of the friend. The friend is asking my uncle to pay for vet bills. I didn't want to get involved in this conversation, so I got her in contact with him to sort it out themselves. This whole situation with her asking my uncle for money made me really mad, and I'm trying to pinpoint why and what's the best way around it. My boyfriend said that I'm avoiding conflict and need to stand up to her eventually. She can be scary and explosive with her arguments so no one stands up to her. I wanted to get your advice on what's the best thing to do. How do I break up with this friend or am I a bad person for thinking this? Please help. This listener has thrown like 20 
crazy stories that could be sticky money situations in themselves and it's like oh yeah just by the way she owes me money and by the way she ran into someone's car and left a dent and like didn't fix it and by the way you know she also owes her ex money he's a lovely guy though like there's so much to unpack first of all I just want to acknowledge the last part of what you said you are definitely not a bad person or a bad friend for thinking this this person has had a history of repetitive behavior in terms of how they are with their money in terms of borrowing money from friends how you know just blase they are with property and you know just they've given you a lot of reason. It's not like one or two occurrences. You've witnessed multiple incidents where this person is proving to you what kind of person they are with borrowed money or just with incidents that happen in their life. So you're not a bad person or a bad friend for thinking this. I think you're very self-aware in terms of, I can imagine you writing this all out to us. You're like, gosh darn it, she has done a lot of things. You know, I think you're self-aware and that you know that you need to cut this person off. I'm surprised that they're still in your life, to be honest with you. One thing about Sonia is when you tell her a story about someone doing you wrong, she's surprised that you haven't cut them out. She's like, why is this person still here? And you're like, um, well, you know, back in 2003, they did help me. And Sonia's like, that's not good enough. Yeah. Look, there's something that happens when you turn 26. You just get like a new appreciation for life and like appreciation for your time and energy and the effort that you put into friendships. I think it's just getting older. Maybe I'll get there in like a month and a half and I'll know. Sim likes to act like she's like years younger than me. She's literally three months younger than me. Yeah. And I'm learning so much from you. Anywho, what are your initial thoughts on this? It's just such, I want to walk away. Like I look at the situation and I'm like, I want no part of this. Like I said, I am scared of your friend. I'm just scared. Like I'm scared of this friend. I'm scared of people that do bad things and then everyone's scared to talk to them. Like that person has never experienced or like, and I'm generalizing, but this person has like not had a lot of people around her holding her accountable by the sounds of it. It sounds like everyone is a little bit just tiptoeing around the problems that she creates. I'll be honest, if you hit a car and walked away or drove away, I would message you about that. And I would be like, bro, like you should, I would go with you to, I don't know, an insurance company or the AA or someone just be like, Hey, just like, we'd like to report that this happened. We weren't there at the time. Like we had to rush off, but you know, like I like to think that you'd hold me accountable as well. And what kind of friendship would we have if it was like, Oh, there goes Sonia, like running into people's cars. Like that's my gal. Yeah. I'm just not a huge fan of yes. Friendships. If you're not holding your friend accountable, like with what you think is wrong, like hitting a parked car and just gunning it that is wrong and if you as a friend are just like shrug you're enabling that behavior this person because so many people are scared of them they're probably just walking around thinking in life that what they're doing is okay because no one's held them accountable and that's not okay and it's not okay that she I feel like she's pretty smart like she responds explosively as you've said so people won't question her 
It's a good way to live your life. Like imagine just being like, I'll do what I want. And if anyone tries to talk to me, I'll be so scary that they just leave me alone and I continue on my path of annoyance. self-destruction. I love it. Good but the question her. at hand is how do you break up with a friend like this? Because the current situation is that the person that wrote us, their uncle's cat has scratched Bob, which is her cat that she left to her to look after his eye. And the friend is wanting her uncle to pay for their vet bill. Now, this is interesting because you've gone and analyzed your past of what you've paid for, how she is. You've set the scene up for how this person is. And obviously there's a bias because there's tension there. But if your uncle's cat, not your uncle, if your uncle's cat scratched Bob's eye and your friend is asking, you know, your uncle to pay for the vet bill, I think that's fair. Because your uncle doesn't have a history with this person. I know what type of person you've set her up to be. And she seems like a problematic friend. And I definitely do think that you need to break up with her. But I think in this particular situation, because you know her uncle's cat scratched Bob's eye. And I think that's fair that she's asking him to pay for the vet bill in that circumstance. See, the petty side of me is like I would bring up, well, yeah, I'll do it, but also just letting you know like you owe me $70 and once you pay that, then we can pay the bills. But then the realistic side of me, like the real world side of me, like that's what I would do online, you know what I mean? But the real side of me would be like, okay, yeah, fair enough. Well, like my uncle is an uncle. He's like an adult. He you know, has his own bills. He's not... For business owners, every transaction is more than just a swipe of the card. It's the culmination of your hard work, dedication, and commitment to your customers. That's why I'm excited to share with you a game-changing solution that's simplifying the way businesses like yours accept payments. Introducing Tap to Pay on iPhone, powered by Stripe. Contactless payments has never been easier. You can seamlessly accept contactless payments directly from your iPhone and the best part, there's no additional hardware required. Think about it. From local pop-ups to global retailers, tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe cater to businesses of all sizes, empowering them to accept payments right from their iPhones. It's a game changer for businesses looking to scale quickly and stay flexible with quick setup that takes minutes, not days. So how can tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe benefit your business? It's simple. Increased revenue, expanded reach and enhanced customer experience. It's a win-win-win. To learn more about how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can transform your business, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone today. Actually involved in the situation, he just happened to be the person that was related to me whose cat got involved. So yeah, you're right. Uh, We'll give you this. Get your uncle to pay for the vet bill. But after that, that's the issue that's really messy. And that's the one where she asks, she's trying to get her advice on the best thing to do in this situation when it comes to getting rid of this kind of friendship. I think you, as a friend, you need to analyze this. This is just one aspect of this person, or do they have other qualities that you really admire and they've shown up for you in different ways rather than just paying someone back. And that's your call to make. Like, do you know what? 
make a pros and cons list of keeping this person in your life. If there's one thing that Sonia does, it is making a pros and cons list for every situation ever. We could actually help you with the cons list right now. First con, she owes you money. Second con, she owes your friends money. Third con, she's the kind of human being that hits a car and drives off. Fourth con, she leaves her cat with you, but then expects your uncle or whoever else is involved to pay for the cat bills instead of herself or you. And fourth con, probably the biggest one, you're scared of her. I would say that if I'm scared of someone, that's not a friendship I really love. And I have been in friendships where I am scared of my friend exploding. And that's when I knew once I had a friend who like just messaged me like, hey, how are you? And I got anxiety from her message. And I was like, what's happened now? And that's when I knew I was like, but in saying that we are just getting one side of the story and this could be the world's best human But it sounds like all of her troubles relate to money from not being able to pay for someone's car, from the vet bill. So maybe she's a great person. She's just under financial stress. And that's like, if that can be resolved, it goes back to being good friends. I just don't know what the pros are. And I think you, the listener at home, have to write those down and say, well, does that outweigh what's going on? I also am getting the sense, and maybe this is me generalizing, but I'm getting the sense that this is a tight-knit community. Like her partner's ex is in that house. Also, the uncle must live nearby because the cat scratched the other cat. So to me, that's saying it might not be as easy to throw the friendship out. You might run into each other a lot more. So I think that's worth considering. The way that you approach it, I understand why you reached out because it is such a delicate situation. I think for me, step one is figuring out, do I want to keep this person in my life? Are these isolated incidents and just one behavior trait that I can't get behind? But it sounds like no one's had a conversation with her either. So she doesn't realize that it is a problem to all these people. She might just be so oblivious and just living her life and thinking everything is okay with her because no one's had, not the decency, but I guess the courage to say anything to her, she might not recognize what she's doing is problematic. So just giving her that grace and thinking about that as well. So yeah, step one, figuring out if you want to keep her in your life and only you can do that because we don't know any pros of this person. (laughs) Two, I would, because you're scared of her, I would figure out if it is something that you want to have a conversation with her about. Are you going to strategically just step away from her, just exit out of the friendship in like a soft exit? Like I think when we do soft exits, we assume that people like can take hints, but people don't. They'll be like, oh, she was sick. She was busy. Like she truly just didn't have time as opposed to like, am I doing something to drive this person away? So I would go straight to the cafe idea and just let her know that these are the behaviors that you're unhappy with. And if there is something that you can do to help her, and if it's met with what you expected, the anger, the aggression, the no back off, then I think you kind of have your answer. I think you kind of have your answer. And to be honest, at the end of the day, you know, from the start of this episode to the end of this episode, I am getting closer to 26 and I'm starting to realize that maybe this isn't a really good friendship for you. And maybe it's not worth putting your time in because you only have so much time outside of work and other life commitments. Do you really want to spend that on a friend that you don't like? I just really want to empathize and just say that I acknowledge how tiring this can be to constantly being the friend 
that gives someone else grace and to take the higher road and to kind of keep your mouth shut. It just sounds like you've had to do a lot to keep this person at bay or happy. And that is really, that's a hard thing to do. And I know that you are a caring person because you're asking for ways how to approach this, you know, sensitively and you're getting advice on how to best just handle the situation rather than going off your rocket. I think for me personally, if you, if you have all these instances and you're asking my uncle for money and I've given you like hundreds of dollars, like I will be the first to say that I will probably get a little bit reactive rather than responsive. And I just want to acknowledge that I understand how tiring it must be. And I hope that you know, by cutting this person off and by making the decision for yourself that you can get some of that time and grace and patience back for yourself and invest it into other relationships. That's a good place to wrap it up. Now, if you have a sticky money situation, a lot of people have a lot of friends owing money. Let us know. We will never get sick of telling you how to help you handle it. We can't confirm that you get the money back or that your friendship still stays, but at least you'll be entertained. At least you'll have some form of advice, um, whether it be unhinged or not. We're always happy to help. DM us or email us at hello at girlsatinvest.com with the title sticky money story and you may just be featured on next week's episode until next time sonia and as always to finish off with our disclaimer girls that invest does not provide personalized investing advice for your individual needs we are not financial advisors the advice from girls that invest exists for educational purposes only and should not be relied upon to make an investment or financial decision advice from girls that invest is general in nature and does not consider individual circumstances always do your research and please use your due diligence Alrighty, till next time team bye